Hey, here we go. Welcome back to the Yes Functional Longevity Podcast, where we give you insight on how to get fit, feel younger, and live better. My name is Chris Border, best-selling author and owner of Yes Fitness. And I first want to start off by thanking you for taking the time to listen to what I have to say today. Uh, just a little bit of show notes. Uh, if you want to get a transcript or the notes from today's broadcast, you can head on over to yesfitnessct.com, scroll down to our podcast page, and you can look through, oh, this is podcast number 213, so just figure out the page and grab the transcript right there. And you can also listen to this uh, broadcast on Spotify and probably some other platforms where we get your podcast. So that's what we have for you today. Um, we don't have any other housekeeping. It's uh, late September. And uh, so let's just get started on how to conquer the scariest known fact of growing old. And this is scary. Okay. Is your, your goal isn't simply to reach your 90s and beyond, but rather to remain as healthy and independent and mentally sharp as possible through the aging process. To have the time to enjoy spending it with your families and friends, doing the things you like and want to do. If that's your goal, then you want to listen to today. Okay. Because our goal in the anti-aging world, okay, isn't just simply to reach our 90s and go beyond, but it's rather to remain as healthy and independent and mentally sharp as possible through the aging process. To be able to have that time to enjoy with our families, friends, doing whatever it is that we love to do and what we want to do. That's the real goal. The real goal isn't to just live to the 90s and beyond. The goal is to be able to function and to improve our health span. So a key is to keeping the brain healthy. And it's part of being able to have a long health span. And research is proving that there's a lot we can do to empower our brains to keep them healthy and lessening the risk of brain diseases to stay cognitive and fit for a lifetime. We don't want to be healthy and be a vegetable, right? We want to be able to communicate and do the things we're going to do with our loved ones. So strangely enough, we're going to talk about how exercise alters brain chemistry to protect the brain synapse. Imagine that, us talking about exercise. So we have an interesting study that was reported back on July 7th in the issues of Alzheimer's and dementia, the Journal of Alzheimer's Association. Um, uh, Caitlin Casaletto, she's a PhD and an assistant professor of neurology. And she was the lead author of this particular study in, on in this research and the UC San Francisco study has found that when elderly people stay active, their brains have more of a class of proteins that enhances the connection between neurons to maintain healthy cognition. We probably have talked about this before, but I think this is a super important, important um, topic to talk about. 
This protective impact was found even in people whose brain at autopsy were riddled with toxic proteins associated with Alzheimer's and other neurodegenerative diseases. What makes this study interesting, okay, is what really makes this interesting is that it's the first that uses human data to show that synaptic protein regulation is related to physical activity and may drive the beneficial cognitive outcomes that are seen with exercise and brain chemistry to protect the brain synapses. Beneficial effects of physical activity on cognition have been shown in mice, but have been much harder to demonstrate in people. The environment that is, is they're just so much different between mice and human beings. Scientists can really control, can have all controls of the mice environment, whereas it is so much more difficult to control all the human environments. So, what the researchers, okay, found is they leveraged some data from a memory and aging project at Rush University in Chicago. And that project tracked the late life physical activity of elderly participants who also agreed to donate their brains after they died. And this kind of all just makes sense, okay? If it makes sense that Maintaining the integrity of these connections between the neurons may be vital to fending off dementia since the synapse is really the site where cognitive cognition happens. The physical activity, a readily available tool, may help boost synapse functioning. So what is synapse? A synapse is the place where the neurons connect and communicate with each other. That's what's called a synapse. So you got these neurons, and how do they communicate? They communicate through the synapse. And each neuron has anywhere between a few hundreds of thousands of synapse connections. And these connections can be, can be with itself neighboring neurons and neurons in other regions of the brain. So they're really important for the cognition of the brain. So more proteins mean better nerve signals. So research found that elderly people who remain active had higher levels of proteins that facilitated the exchange of information between these neurons. And uh, it's been seen earlier in other research that people who have more of these proteins, proteins in their brains when they died were better able to maintain their cognitive function later in life. So it's really important. Research has shown this. And what surprised the researchers in this particular study is that they found that the effects range beyond the hippocampus, the brain's seat of memory. It encompasses other reasons associated with cognitive function in the brain. It may be that physical activity exerts a global sustaining effect supporting and simulating healthy functions of proteins that facilitate synapse transmission throughout the brain, not just at that one particular point. So the brains of most elderly accumulate amyloid and tau and toxic proteins that are hallmarks of the Alzheimer's disease pathology. And many scientists believe that amyloid accumulates first then tau causing synapse neurons to fall apart.
that goes through cognitive function. Researchers previously found that synaptic integrity, whether measured in the spinal fluid of living adults or the brain tissues of autoposited adults, appeared to dampen the relationship between amyloid and tau and between tau and neurodegenerative diseases. In older adults, with higher levels of proteins associated with synaptic integrity, this cascade of neurotoxicity, a mouthful today, that leads to Alzheimer's disease appears to be accentuated. Now, these studies show that the potential importance of maintaining synaptic health to support the brain against Alzheimer's disease. So where we have it, let's exercise, but let's take a look at another study. We have a couple of studies today to look at, okay? So poor health predicts premature brain aging. Imagine that. They pay people to do these studies when it kind of really makes sense. But by, by estimating, what they did was by estimating people's brains age from MRI scans using machines learning, a team led by University College London researchers has identified a multiple risk factors for premature aging brain. So the Lancet Healthy Longevity reported that worse cardiovascular health at age 36, that young, at age 36, predicted a higher brain age later in life. While men also tended to have older brains than women at the same age. So higher brain age was associated with slightly worse scores of cognition, cognitive health and also predicted increased brain shrinkage or atrophy over the following two years, suggesting it could be an important clinical marker for people at risk of cognitive decline or brain-related health issues all the way back at age 36. And researchers found that despite people in this study all being very similar real ages, they were very, this study also, be, they were very wide variation. There was a wide variation in how old the computer model predicted their brains to be. So researchers hope that this technique could one day be a useful tool for identifying people at risk for accelerated aging so that they may be offered early targeted prevention strategies to prove, improve their brain health. Let's get exercising, right? Because that's what's going to help you cardiovascular health. The researchers were able to explain roughly one-third of the variable in brain age by reviewing various factors from across life course. And people whose worst cardiovascular health at ages 36 or 69 had worse brain health, as did those with increased cerebrovascular disease on the MRI. It's related to blood flow and blood vessels in the brain. This aligns with previous studies findings that higher blood pressure at age 36 predicted poor brain health later in life. This study did not identify any association between childhood cognitive function, education level, or socioeconomic status and prematurely aged brain, aging brains.
because kind of kind of makes sense when we exercise and we're more cardiovascularly fit, we're getting more blood flow to the brain, we're getting more nutrients to the brain. The brain is going to function better as we age. Researchers also find that higher brain age was associated with a higher concentration of a neurofilament light protein, NFL, in the blood. NFL, not the football, NFL elevation is thought to arise due to nerve cell damage and increasing, increasingly be recognized, pardon me, due to nerve cell damage, it is increasingly being recognized as a useful marker for neurogenitor disease. That would be the neurofilament life protein, the NFL. This study is helping reveal more about the complex relationships between the different factors influencing people's brain health through their life. Using machine learning, researchers in the study have uncovered yet more evidence that poorer heart health in midlife is linked to greater brain shrinkage in later life. So we, we just can't forget about our cognitive function. And exercise, strength training, cardiovascular training, both are going to improve your cardiovascular fitness and improve your cognitive function. And by integrating a few specific changes in diet, exercise, and lifestyle into daily routines, routines it's actually possible to add years of mental stamina and vitality, which in turn serves the body well. By improving cognitive fitness, you can strengthen your intellectual prowess, promote the ability to recall, and protect brain based skills that are essential for full, rewarding, independent lifespans. So, you know, there's no magic pill or superfood to prevent cognitive decline. But when you combine the cornerstone of cognitive fitness, you get real results. When we take a look at exercise, nutrition, sleep, stress reduction, these are the cornerstones to keep your brain healthy so it doesn't decline. We don't want mental decline as we age. So what do we need to do exercise-wise? So the Department of Health and Human Services recommends that adults should get 150 minutes of moderate exercise or 75 minutes of vigorous exercise each week can be done in combination. It could be 100 minutes of moderate and 25 minutes of vigorous or, or 50 minutes of vigorous and uh, 100 minutes of moderate, whatever it is, can be com a combination to, to reach this. So researchers have found that, researchers found that um, exercise not only gets the heart pumping and sweat glands going, but also boosts the size of the hippocampus, which is the area of the brain involved in verbal memory and learning, as well as the release of cellular growth factors that are important to neurogenesis. As we know already, to help sleep, exercise is going to help us improve our sleep, our moods, reduce stress, anxiety, and contribute to cognitive function. So when those things are impaired, your, your cognitive function is going to be impaired. And 
and it looks like it doesn't just happen in the hippocampus. It look, happens throughout the brain, all the synapse. So I urge you to figure out how can you get 30 minutes of moderate intensity activity five days a week. That would be 150 minutes. 30 minutes could be 15 minutes in the morning, 15 minutes at night, 15 minutes at lunchtime, 15 minutes after dinner, 30 minutes at lunchtime, 30 minutes at night. Get your giddy up a little bit in that walk. It helps a little bit as well. But that's what we're talking about. That's, that's going to help your health. And it's typically what you do in the beginning and where you get most gains. Maybe you don't have a lot of time. Maybe you can just do three, let's see what it would be, three 25-minute high-intensity sessions a week. That would give us a 75 minutes. So you don't have a lot of time during the week. So you do two of those sessions on the weekend. And you do a little walking during the week. I mean, there's all different ways that you can put this together. But time, I don't think, is a valid excuse if you're really looking to be able to keep your cognitive function as you age. And I know that's one thing that I want to be able to do. I saw my wife's grandmother uh, deal with dementia and it's, it's not fun. It's not pretty. You know, their mood changes. They don't remember you. And it's, it's very sad. It's extremely sad. So I'm sure you don't want that for your kids. You don't want that for your spouse or your partner, whoever it may be. So, Get moving. That's the message of the day. Get moving. Don't need to get down and, and jump on a treadmill at the gym or an elliptical. I'm not saying you shouldn't, but for the goal for cognitive function to improve our health, let's start moving about 150 minutes a week of moderate intensity. That's not walking a dog because that is a stroll at best. I see very few people out walking a dog and moving or get 75 minutes of vigorous intensity activity. As usual, if you have any questions, leave a comment, give me a call, stop by, email us, text us, whatever you might do. And um, I want to again thank you for taking the time to listen to what I have to say. I hope this inspires, inspires somebody to move a little bit and become a little bit healthier. So have a great evening, and I will catch up to you again next week with more information on how to get fit, feel younger, and live better. Thanks for watching.